Welcome to the fourth episode of That's What She Said with Cheddar and Dream. This is the show where we talk about things that we have read, watched, or lived. Happy listening! In our introductory episode, we mentioned how Marriage Story, the movie, served as an inspiration for this podcast. Well, sort of a starting off point into launching this podcast. And we talked about wanting to talk about this movie. So, this is the episode where we do it. To recap, Marriage Story is a love story between Charlie, played by Adam River, and Nicole, played by Scarlett Johansson. And I would mention the maker of this movie, but I do not know how to pronounce his name. Anyway, so it's a love story seen through a prism of divorce. And throughout the movie, there's a pathos of it's never as simple as not being in love anymore. Which Nicole actually says at some point in the movie. As the movie unfolds, we get to see why a relationship, loving as it was, did not work out. But it's told beautifully and with utmost love and sincerity. And I can never stop singing praises of this beautiful piece of work and the beautiful piece of work that Adam River is. Okay, we should just, you know, uh, pause you down when you are talking about Adam River because this can go on for I don't know how many episodes. Okay, I, if it were up to me, I would find a way to include praising Adam River into every single episode. Yeah, okay. We need to, you know, continue this episode. So, yeah, moving on. Um, let me just mention another movie here. A wonderful movie that came out in 1977. It's by Woody Allen. Uh, and the name is Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. It won Oscars and you you people should watch it. You people should watch Annie Hall and Marriage Story back to back. So, when I watched Marriage Story, I felt there were few parallels in both Annie Hall and Marriage Story. So, I googled to see if makers were somehow inspired or anything. Then, I came across few search results that said Marriage Story is the tragic sequel to Annie Hall. And that wasn't official or anything. It was just reviews and opinions. So, yeah, many people thought the same. Okay, Annie Hall is basically a story about two people... Alvi and Annie falling in love Mm -hmm. and then gradually out of it. And marriage story is similar but the difference is that Charlie and Nicole are married and also Annie Hall keeps its genre to comedy. How is Annie Hall a comedy? I will never know that. (laughs) And why would you tell people to watch Annie Hall in uh, marriage story back to back? Uh, Do you not remember what these movies did to me? Yeah, exactly the reason that I am, you know, suggesting to watch it back to back, you know, the effect will go on and go away in just a little bit. You are a sadist. Yeah, short and fraud is the term, but yeah, continue. What is what the what? Short and fraud. What does that mean? Okay, I'll tell you. (laughs) Word of the day, it's, people. It's, it's just a uh, you know, subtle version of sadist. It's a German word. I was learning German. I gave up. Show off. Anyway, while we are on the subject of movies, I want to mention another movie. Because that because we are... That's what cheese forces you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, okay so this movie is inside out and we have already mentioned it in the episode that we mentioned marriage story inside out is a is an animated pixar movie and it's an amazing movie and you should watch it too and by the end of the episode we will ask you how many movies did we suggest you to watch and the people who give the right answer to it will get lots of love anyway so inside out is uh, an animated movie and to recap there there are five major emotions and those emotions are personified into joy sadness anger fear and disgust so it's a very good movie it's a very clever innovative movie so uh, in the movie the movie centers around joy trying to stop sadness from making important memories sad and sadness is actually a very interesting character she keeps getting sad at everything and she keeps trying to find sadness in the best of the situations and so uh, while i was watching marriage story i thought i was that emotion i thought i was sadness because every scene made me sad even the happy ones yeah and i remember you cried all night i cried a lot yeah i remember <laughs> but as inside out says embrace your sadness people because sadness is an important emotion and should be acknowledged as such yeah so we can see relationships in a similar light how just like how happiness eventually turns to sadness or happiness has a bit of uh, sadness in it love turns to hate to truly know someone is to eventually hate them the things that you start loving about the other person through the course of time as you get to know them more it it's possible that you'll start hating the very same aspect so to put it into perspective all of this sounds very bleak so just to give a not so bleak example suppose you start uh, dating someone in, in the beginning and they that someone is a careless aloof person so in the beginning you're like oh look at them so adorably aloof and then 6 to 7 months down the lane it becomes oh my god you're so self-centered and so aloof Ugh. yeah i feel and like you're talking about yourself Okay. Okay. I'm going to go sit in the corner for a while and Isn't examine it? my entire life. We <laughs> already do that quite often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. This is more of a harmless example, but I hope you all know what I'm talking about here. Like I hope. Yeah. People relate to it. Okay, so just how sadness is an uncomfortable emotion to put it one way. mistakes are hard to talk about in a relationship like mistakes or the sort of not so good aspects of a relationship are hard to talk about because we would like to believe it's all rainbows and butterflies and in my experience i've seen one of three kinds of things happening so there's a situation where we just keep overlooking our partner's mistakes or error of ways or things that don't necessarily aligning with our world view and you keep ignoring them to whatever extent and then there's um, the scenario where suppose your partner makes a mistake and they apologize for it and they promise to do better and etc 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 and you never really get to discuss the actual mistake like why it happened how it happened that, that sort of thing 
and then there's the situation where we are the ones like who mm, get something wrong we make a mistake and uh, our partner has forgiven us like don't worry about it it's it's gone it's in the past but yeah. they don't actually want to talk to, about it you know yeah. like you can't really bring that up it becomes a taboo of sorts and it never gets talked about So of course harping on mistakes is never a good idea but neither is pretending it never happened there needs to be a, a willing conversation acknowledgement and acceptance of things and you know by understanding and accepting these things is it is actually truly the real way to you know actually move forward otherwise you're just putting a bandaid on a wound without treating it and just pretending mm-hmm. oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm good and you know then you go out in the world and it doesn't seem like a big thing and then you don't even realize it and the bandaid slips and oops the wound is still there and I but you know I get it yeah I I get it like love is important for us and companionship is important So it makes sense that we would want to overlook certain things if it meant saving the bigger picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and to love means to forgive and but yes, is that enough? Me. Is that enough for a healthy relationship? Yeah, absolutely yeah like see uh, i do get the romantic idea of love mm-hmm. i i have experienced it myself. but my point is that it can't serve the purpose of fueling a relationship in to keep a relationship yeah. going you cannot just sit back and rely on a vague indefinite emotion and i don't believe that you can ever get lazy so i yeah, mean i yeah. mean that's what committing to someone actually means like it's not about having monogamy or monogamous relationships it's about deciding that this one person is worth your efforts and committing mm-hmm. that you will put those efforts to keep what you both have like alive so uh-huh. you see believing that love alone can make it work is like believing that praying alone can cure a cancer yeah your yeah. faith in god can provide you with the strength but you will have to use that strength and get through the treatment process and same goes for love like it can fuel you for you to put those efforts but you will have to work together with your partner that's a great analogy actually yeah i've got another one <laughs> so <laughs> you see so okay when you join a gym you are so excited to have a beach body and all that fancy stuff but after a week when that excitement fades away that and that usually happens so uh, and we get tired see it yeah. so uh, we don't care you know if our membership amount is gonna get wasted but yeah. if we had joined it after calculating our time and our energy and our willingness then there is a greater chance of us continuing on that path towards that body goal yeah yeah definitely uh, yeah so earlier i mentioned people who Uh, overlook major things just in the name of saving their relationship and then we have uh, these people who choose to give up on relationship their relationships entirely on minor in- inconveniences and uh, so uh, i sort of 
remember watching this video or, or I, I don't remember if I written an article. It basically uh, sort of served as a trajectory of relationships. Like, you know, when you first start going out, there's a sort of a honeymoon phase where everything mm-hmm. the other one does is adorable and when you're so attracted to each other. And then comes a phase where you get to know each other and after a while you realize, oh, okay, this this person is not as great as I thought. This yeah, person was going to be. This isn't what I signed for. Yeah, signed up yeah. for. Yeah, and th- that's the crucial point. That's the decisive moment there. The moment you realize, oh, okay, this is not what I had signed up for. It's that uh, where, where you get to decide, okay, do I want to move forward with this? Can I make it work, or do I give up? Most people actually give up at that point. Yeah, if you don't try to know yourself and the person you have fallen for or you are falling for beforehand, then you don't, you know, um, and you don't consciously decide that you will give your best to make this work because that person is worth it. Then one day when you aren't feeling that same level of love, that same level of adrenaline rushing through your veins, then you are, you know, you are bound to feel that you are no more in love. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I mean, um, you know, we, as people, we have so many moments of self-doubt. We question everything we do. Yeah. So I, I guess it's only natural that we would question our feelings yeah. towards other it, human beings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. See, uh, there's this scene in Annie Hall mm-hmm. where Alvi, the guy, is saying this to Annie. And he said, and I quote, A relationship is like a shark. It has to move forward or it dies. And I think what we have got on our hands is a dead shark. So this is when they decide to break up, right? This is Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So you see, mm-hmm. you can't you, you can't feed the shark just with love. Yeah, but feed it, it people. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a wrong message you're trying to give here. Sacrifice people in the name of love. Okay, I, I just I just want to cut all my ties with you. I don't know you. Who are you? <laughs> but okay, I'll yeah, just so keep. Continuing. I apologize. Continue with the shark analogy. Yeah, the you know shark analogy just ended. Like, but at the the point is that you know it can be so exhausting to feed that shark, but yeah. you you have to do it like in order to keep it you know alive and moving forward so there was this viral joke about you know couples you know what? Break, okay, breaking. I just happened tiny little thing to add there what just get a goldfish and feed it with love and food yeah that would be nice you know so I was saying when you cut me off in the mid of my sentence there was this viral joke about couples breaking up because of the lockdown and this was around when uh, China like some surveys to like some survey reported that China's divorce rates were spiking up after the lockdown was over mm-hmm. so I, I get it I get that those jokes are coming from a humorous point of view but it's important to realize that these times are so tough there is a pandemic going on people are scared and sad and anxious and doubtful overwhelmed and bored 
in yeah. such a scenario when you are involved with someone when you have to be there for someone it can get too much yeah it can get too much in general and these are like you know these are worst times so you there there will be moments when you both can be emotionally drained yourself but mm-hmm. you might need each other and to create that kind of bridge that kind of communication that kind of system which makes sure that none of you is left out uh, or in order to be there for the other person and yeah. uh, end up sabotaging their own self mm-hmm. so this is really tough and like most of the time we don't even realize that we need such a conversation with our partner yeah and, and this can easily lead up to toxicity yeah i mean um, sometimes it so happens that two people just are on very different wavelengths if if that makes sense i mean it, it's 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 kind of hard to explain but it it can be felt i hope people know what i'm talking about here so what happens is you know you're not really clicking sort of there's a miscommunication of sorts and you know um the signals aren't meeting at the right frequency or whatever so it it can get especially especially frustrating because things don't seem to work out and it's not for the lack of trying it's just that two people are very very different and you know yeah. we just sometimes fail to see that or we don't want to see that yeah and you know in such cases like it feels uh, that blaming the other person is easy way out and you know people actually do it so that that just makes me sad you know like yeah. choosing someone to be your life partner that's a special bond Mm-hmm. and it it's so beautiful that two people decided that they want to spend rest of their lives together mm-hmm. but somewhere down the road it didn't work out yeah. now don't take me wrong that it is okay like you know it didn't work out is okay you don't have to lose your me in order to create an us mm-hmm. and it's just sad that it came to choosing between me and us because they can coexist yeah actually yeah. we should coexist and yeah um i mean we have we've gotten this sort of skewed idea of love that you know i i've like years of movies have perpetuated it and uh, uh, even through in in a lot of posts we see the emotion that um you know guys are looking for girls that would or guys that mm-hmm. would you know fulfill them complete them in a way and you know vice versa but yeah. i don't i don't think it works that way or it should work that way i think um as you said it's about coexisting it's about companionship it's about being a complete person and then yeah, and then and, and that's why we need equals you know to yeah yeah exactly because it won't be healthy if it's not like between the a relationship isn't between equals mhm so i i had this theory in my head that if only you can live alone is when you can live with someone the moment you feel your existence depending on someone else that's a red flag for me yeah. and that's why rebounds get toxic 
because mm-hmm. you you know you are getting involved with someone when you aren't stable yourself mm-hmm. and that's a big risk to take I mean yeah. just just breaking up and just uh, like moving forward doesn't push you out of that mental place where you are involved with someone yeah like you are like not just just breaking off the relationship doesn't you know totally take you out from that phase you were having with someone so yeah yeah if you don't take enough time to reassert your identity apart from your ex that's a vulnerable moment to start a new relationship mm-hmm. and like it's it's fine you know to take some time and to introspect and to create that sort of thing that like you had lost with the other person yeah because we we do lose parts of ourselves when, yeah yeah exactly you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing it's just something that happens when you start dating somebody you share so many things that you know it you that's it's so hard to put into words yeah relationships are a confusing thing you know on one hand you have to find someone who compliments you but then not get too dependent on them and also you have to be a complete person in yourself and then also you have to maintain a balance between staying true to yourself and then also investing into the other person and no it's it's yeah, that it's, that's why i said you know it takes too much effort like it's it can be exhausting and you have to be willing to put that effort and there's no rule book and yeah. then you have this thing where each and every person is unique so that yeah. um, the relationships are unique and uh, it's it's a mess i know you know i i uh, i i like to believe that i'm a rational person even though my actions would indicate otherwise even i would you know that to differ but okay I, i i i i said the same thing anyway part of me knows that Uh, love is a social construct it's a biological necessity or whatever but it's a beautiful concept to me and however you break it down whether it's real whether it's not real whether it's a capitalist secret agenda to sell you roses and chocolates it's whatever it's beautiful that's that's what it is and yeah. um, you know woody allen says this in the beginning of any hall we've been quoting him a lot I hope okay. we don't stir up any scandals. <laughs> we don't like to talk about that. Anyway, uh, so the quote goes It reminds me of that old joke, you know. A guy walks into a psychiatrist's office and says, "Hey doc, my brother's crazy. He thinks he's a chicken." And the doctor says, "Well, why don't you turn him in?" And the guy says, "I would, but I need the eggs." <laughs> so I guess that's how I feel about relationships. They are totally crazy, irrational, and absurd. But we keep going through it because we need the eggs. Yeah, that that so, sums it up. Yeah. So on that note, we would like to end this by saying, uh, sometimes things don't work out the way we would like them to. and even if things end with someone bitterly or not love or the feeling of it was once there and that should be that should always be respected 
Yeah, because that's your. That's not somebody else's to take away from you. Yeah, because at some point you did look at that person and go, ah. I love this they, man or a woman. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be love. Like just, oh, okay, they seem nice. Okay. Maybe I'll hang out with them. And it didn't work out, but it's fine. Yeah. It's, and that's it's what we're like. We would. That's what this episode has been about: coming to terms with things that. you know things that we should work on things that we should try to understand but also things that are out of the out of our hands and we just need to accept it we just need to accept that relationships are hard that's that's the conclusion and breakups are hard and everything is hard and we can all get through it by feeding sharks <laughs> like uh, you all went through this episode with us So we would like to end it here on this note and thank you for listening to us and stay tuned for the next one and many more that's about to come. Okay. Now what? That's it. We are done. I think it's raining. I think there's a to- storm going to come. Storms going to come. I've forgotten how people speak. Okay. Okay, so this Not is the end. Okay. Thank you and goodbye and stay tuned. Yeah.